I have very mixed feelings as we come to the start of another year. We had hoped to be in Scotland for Christmas. I had anticipated I would be walking freely by now. I really hoped that Covid would be disappearing in the rearview mirror and I believed we would have our visa cards in hand. 2021 has not been an easy year for many of us. There have been highlights and celebrations, of course, and we give thanks for these. But for me, the year has been overshadowed by the five Ds of COVID. Disruption. We are a ministry that thrives in community and on meeting together at camp, in high school, on university campuses and in the workplace. This has been disrupted. This has had an impact on our evangelism, discipleship and leadership development. It has been fabulous to see creativity and opportunity, but we are not living the lives we would like to. Disappointment. It is hard when things do not work out as we hoped or planned. Even this past week, I'm aware of a number of events being cancelled, and this is hard especially when significant work has gone into planning and preparation. Disappointment results in frustration and weariness. Deception. I'm not concerned that people come to different conclusions on epidemiology, public health measures or government policy. Many friends think differently on these things, and we are able to work through issues and sometimes agree to disagree. What frustrates me more is that there is so much falsehood echoing in different networks that it has become almost impossible to have civilised conversations. The dismissal of truth as an idea has serious implications for gospel ministry. It's also a significant threat to leadership in church, business and public service, because without truth there can be no trust. When people stop believing the truth, they don't believe nothing, they believe anything. Division. We are living through a season when the fissures in society seem to be getting wider and deeper. We see different attitudes to responsibility and freedom different approaches to risk and vulnerability, and different priorities for the people of God engaging with society. When water gets into a crack in the rock and it freezes, it pushes the edges apart. It does not take much for a chink to become a chasm. Our enemy deals in deception and division, and we need to close ranks and stick together. Despair We all have tough things to cope with at different times and rely on others for support to carry our burdens. In the context of disruption, disappointment and division, tough things tend to become bigger and harder to handle. I have found it hard to keep perspective at times during this year. There is also less help available because we all feel our spiritual, emotional and physical reserves are depleted. It is also difficult not to despair when every promise of change proves hollow. Paul, writing his second letter to the Corinthians, encourages them 
not to lose heart. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers, so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. And later on again we hear, do not lose heart. Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. He raises their horizon to consider a number of factors. God's mercy They are involved in ministry through God's grace and mercy. It is not their work, but the Lord's. God's power is greater than any disruption. Jesus will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Pray that we would grasp this more and more. God's truth. They are not to resort to distortion or deception, to attempt to advance the gospel. It is not our purview to modify the gospel, but to set it forth plainly. Paul recognises that the communication of this truth is a spiritual battle. We persevere through an obedience to God's call and a heart for the lost. Pray for our friends and family that they would know the truth and the truth would set them free. God's light. The light shines in the darkness. It is one of the great images of Christmas that the light is stronger than the darkness. We have read the end of the story. Jesus wins. We have a hope that is greater than whatever circumstances threaten to overwhelm us. Pray that campers, 
young people, students and graduates would see and share the light in 2022. God's power. God uses ordinary vessels to show that it is his power at work within. What matters is what is inside. Discouragement can be amplified when I think of my own feelings and shortcomings. My image is not important. I am not called to a decorative function. I am basic. I have a couple of favourite mugs I drink from all the time, but when these are in the dishwasher, I reach to the back of the cupboard for something that is clean. I need to give up trying to be a special mug and be available for use. It is a great encouragement that God uses the ordinary but puts something of great value within. God also renews from within, despite what is happening outwardly. Pray that our movement would be renewed and would rely on God. God's perspective. God is with us. His all-surpassing power is at work. He who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. The Corinthian situation is recognised. They are hard-pressed, perplexed, persecuted and struck down. But that is only half the story. So we take encouragement that they are hard-pressed but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. They are reorientated to an eternal horizon. What is seen is temporary. What is eternal is unseen. So Paul tells them to fix their eyes on what they cannot see. This sounds a little bit bonkers. I'm sure the Corinthians did not feel like their troubles were light and momentary. But Paul's encouragement not to lose heart starts and ends with a focus on Jesus. This is who they are to fix their eyes on. I pray that this will be our experience into the new year, that as we battle through disruption, disappointment, deception, division and despair, we will know the Lord's mercy, truth light and power, and that this will frame our perspective as we go forward together. I appreciate your fellowship, friendship and partnership. Ailsa joins me in sending you our love and best wishes for a happy, peaceful and prosperous new year. As I said yesterday, God loves you. His word is true. The resurrection of Jesus changes everything. Our hope is real. Be strong in grace. Encourage the good. And may the Lord bless you.